Hello and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Welcome back into the laboratory or basement or secret lab. We've not really discussed what the setting is. I welcome thought it was back. a factory. That's what you said last time. Welcome back to the factory, where we make our superheroes from scratch with whatever, you know, gubbins and scruff we can dig up from the internet. Any random names, we'll turn those names, parch them up, and we'll send them back out as a superhero with an entire story, power set, background, romance, villains, you name it. We'll do that for you. My name's Demon Knight, and of course, I can't do all this myself. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't be fair. I'm here with Jade and Josh, my very good friends... Very good comics fans, very good superhero creators. Hey, hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, so I want to talk about conditions in this factory, boss. Um, I mean, the conditions are, are fine. No, like, they're not. Can... There are far too many weird phrases in use. I want to have a word with HR about the vocabulary in use in this factory. Uh, you don't want to talk to HR. They're actually like homonym resources. So they're, they just, they find words that sound like other words and use them around so they're, they're practically useless i employed them as well so they're in my pocket crap that was quite quick um, for you did you prepare that beforehand <laughs> you know sometimes i can have a witty moment now and again josh it doesn't have to be pre-prepared which, you're, that, you're, you're never normally this sharp during hero generation <laughs> just stab after stab <laughs> after stab you know this this whole podcast is about uh improvisation and thinking off the cuff you you think by what 72 episodes i I can I can do it every now and again. Now now I see what you've done. You made me all defensive. You made me all defensive and just uncharismatic and unattractive. Thanks. How are you doing, Josh? I'm very well, thank you. That's that's great. That's great. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so uh, before we can step into the factory floor, we have to, you know, discuss our comics inspiration. You know, we we read comics, and as any good factory can tell you. A quality product coming in equals a quality product coming out. See, it's a, it's a good analogy, and I'm carrying Dean's it. Dean's never worked in a factory in his life. <laughs> uh, Nor has he ever read a comic. Yep. And that both are false. I, I read a comic once. Once. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I was cl- I was clearing out my uh my dad's house. I found some old copies of the Beano. They they were nicely yellowed, of course. Typical old comic. They must have been at least. 20 years old and is this your recommendation? <laughs> this old Beano yeah. comic although to be fair the Beano sells more in the UK than the entirety of DC and Marvel comics combined in the entirety of the US so you know that is hilarious it, it, P- Pineface brings in the numbers <laughs> Bash Street Kids oof, you, reliable mean, Billy Wiz is our flash Oh, I can't wait until they make that live-action Minnie the Minx film. It's going to just knock the ball out of the park. What have you been reading, Josh? Um, well, um, has Josh not read a comic? Josh, were you as caught off as I was that Dean did all that lead-up and then didn't recommend a comic? Yeah, I'm just, I just still waited on that Beano recommendation. Yeah. Um, I mean, you all should read the Beano. <laughs> it's very good. Good for kids. Yeah. Get, 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 get reading. Get, get into comics. Josh, what are you, I'm ram- you got me all rambling now. What have you been reading in terms of comics? So this week I've been reading... Um, I picked up the first volume a while back because I've just they're just about to finish the second season of the anime. So I've decided to give the manga a good old read. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this week I've been reading Mob Psycho 100 <gasps> yes. by One. 
It's so good. Oh, this could be one of my favorite things going at the moment. Mm. I mean, it, it goes without saying that um, the Mob Psycho 100 anime is one very well produced, and two incredibly popular. And uh, it's always nice when like these imported shows pick up. Um, it's always nice to get, to get the source material coming after as well. You can see where all the inspirations come from and what exactly um, they've lifted from that during the adaptation process. So mm. especially with something as interesting artistically as uh, one's artwork. Yes, especially because it should be mentioned that um, you may have heard of one before slightly as the original creator behind One Punch Man, mm. which is another series we've mentioned in the past. Mm. Um Whilst the main version of that series, which has got well known, is done, um, the art's done by Yusuke Murata, who does iShield 21 from back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Mob Psycho 100 doesn't have that uh, repolish, let's say. Um, Re rendering? Yeah. Reimagining? Yeah. yeah. So this is all of one's original artwork. And I think some people would say that one has quite a sketchy, both in terms of the style. And some people might say it's a sketchy quality. Hmm. Yeah. I would call it loose. It is, yes. Loose is a much better word because I, I don't want to use it to its detriment because I do love the art in mm. Mob Psycho mm. 100. Um, I'll start off with actually mentioning actually what the story's about. It's all about um, this young, awkward but kind boy, uh, Shigeo, who's also known as Mob, um, who works as an assistant to a trash bag um, named Reagan. <laughs> who runs a um, psychic um, business. Consultancy. Um, yeah. Uh, Clairvoyancy and junk like that, yeah. Exorcisms, all that type of stuff. Mm. So whilst Mob could be potentially the strongest Esper known to man, Reagan has no powers, but he can give good massages, which he tries <laughs> to subsidise. He can't exercise things, but he'll make you think he, he, he can with his good shoulder scrunches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a calm man. He convinces Mob to do all of his exorcisms for him, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the series kind of goes just along this route of Mob and Reagan kind of just running into really powerful psychics and Mob just ending up. It's a very similar kind of style in terms of story progression to One Punch Man. But I feel as though whilst Saitama, I always think that he tries to seek out... Um, a fight in terms of something that he can something that will take on more than one punch yeah he wants a challenge yeah uh i always feel that mob isn't looking for that kind of confrontation Mm. he just wants to be liked yeah Mm. for me like i was thinking about it because i've been watching the anime uh literally today and um (laughs) god the latest episode is so beautiful um but it it just occurred to me how much more I like Mob Psycho because it has so much more heart to me mm, than One Punch yeah. Man. Like One Punch Man is so funny, so so funny. Oh, yeah. But if you want like just pure heart and wholesome friendship, then you watch Mob. Yeah, I think I said it during our One Punch Man recommendation y- yonder <laughs> years ago. Like one has always been really good about taking these extremely powerful characters and sort of sort of approaching their abilities in a different direction it's sort of like that that superman issue where people are like oh you can't you can't write superman is too powerful when it's not about the fighting yeah it's about their relationship with their own abilities and how that affects their uh, relationships with other people and it's perfectly illustrated in, in mob like all, all that mob wants to do is like 
be more than his powers and he puts in a lot of effort and by god it's it's pure as fuck mm. it's very good because the comics only recently came out uh here and they're like a few fair few years old aren't they yeah we have yeah. we have i think we're getting volume two like this week oh cool. there you go like it's that hot off the press there you go you should you should pick that up fellow listeners mm. ah but yeah you, you're very into it aren't you jade yeah yeah absolutely and what you've been reading? There you go, perfect segue. <laughs> you know, every time you say that was a perfect segue, you ruin your segue. No, because then, like. Anyway, uh, segueing very neatly into my own recommendation. Uh, I, uh, considering my qualms with my last recommendation, it's kind of no surprise that I've been putting off reading this one for a while. Oh hmm. boy. <laughs> so, Bride's story is the tale of a 20-year-old nomad bride sent along the Silk Road <sighs> to wed a 12-year-old boy. All right, all right. Before we before we start sighing our asses off, the art is... No, 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 I'll get, I'll get there. I just had to put that out there because from the moment I bought this book and realized that was the main relationship, it's had me on edge. Um, so, yeah, I had to, like, put that aside... And let mm-hmm. the gorgeous artwork consume me. Um, because, you know, the the plot's pretty simple. It's daily life in a large family as someone that marries into it. Um, and so it's it's actually the, you know, painstakingly beautiful detail of the artwork that makes this series special. Mm. Um, so this is by Kaoru Mori, whose work I've recommended before, if you remember uh, Emma. Uh, and that's another series where the setting is like so heavily researched that it just feels like you could basically step into any of the pages. Like it's that immersive. Uh, it's this. It's the same with Bride Story. She like just kicks it up a notch with Bride Story, though. Like mm. just the the intricate uh, like tapestries and mm. wood carvings. And yeah, and carpets. The animals as well. She like she draws like amazingly detailed creatures. Yeah, yeah. It it basically when you're reading this, it kind of feels like a crime turning any of the pages before you've spent long enough just admiring them. Every time I looked at a page of this book, I thought that's that's another artist dead. There they go. <laughs> there goes their life energy. Um, one of my favorite pages is actually a double page spread that's just uh, a wood pillar halfway through being carved into an intricate pattern. It's, it's just, oh, it, it looks so real. It's wonderful. Um, that's not to say that the characters aren't as interesting as the patterns. Like, far from it. As usual, Mori does a really great job of making each member of like the community memorable. Mm. Um, I, I want to see how their stories play out, <laughs> but I'm very done with like traditional gender roles and marriage stories, especially when it's like arranged marriages and stuff. So, like... I don't know how far I'll read this series, especially if the bride keeps making the boy husband super uncomfortable. So it's it's fun to look at, it's gorgeous to look at, but but mm, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. um, but you, you should definitely like check it out at least. So okay, my recommendation is something a little bit different. Um, so I was recommended a comic um, ages and ages ago that I I didn't read myself. But uh, I know that we've, you both have read it, 
but now I've also read it and I want to sort of do like a double recommendation because I'm enjoying it so much. That was such a, that was a roller coaster there because for a <laughs> second I thought you were about to recommend a comic you haven't read. That would be a first. <laughs> I, I saw it advertised in a magazine and I thought everyone's got to see this. No, listen, 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 everyone, listeners, you don't understand. Like, uh, I, I've been I've been reading The Promised Neverland and it, it's uh, it's definitely good. Um, it's definitely good. Hey Dean, I recommended this already. I know. That's why I said it's a double recommendation. You fucker! It's a double recommendation. Get out! It's written by Kaiu Shirai. <laughs> it's illustrated by Posco Demizu. Definitely get on that. Um, hey, guess you know what? what? Dean hasn't read this either. You motherfucker! <laughs> what? I have read. No, you this. haven't. You've watched the anime. It's not the same. It's. It's an adaptation. Not, Let's not make only... a hero. <laughs> I'm fuming. fuming okay, right okay, now. listeners. If you want to find out what we thought of Promised Neverland, you can go back to a previous episode. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is. Or, or you could just pick it up because it's definitely good. It's definitely very good. It's very, very good. As you'd know if you you heard my recommendation several episodes <laughs> back. I'm pretty sure it yeah. wasn't that long ago. That's why I'm so furious with you, Dean. It, it it was long enough ago for me to, you know, hammer the point home. To forget? To forget. Cool. To to, to hammer the point home. Should we make a hero? I, th- I think we better make a hero before Jade explodes. <laughs> so let's, let's channel that creative energy into something worthwhile. So now is the time. Josh, I believe you have the uh, generator. I do. I'm currently looking at two on my laptop and I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to go with. Ooh. 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 What 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 are the vague choices we can choose from? Which one might channel my rage better? Oh, okay. If you want to channel your rage, I've got one for you. It can. Let me just think of a a good way to introduce it because I never introduce these too well. <laughs> I feel as though I could go harder on them. Okay. Hard like it would be living in a desert where water is a resource that isn't easily found. Mm-hmm. Where only my modded car will help me through this barren wasteland. <laughs> is this where another car generator? This is the Your Mad Max name. <gasps> okay. I okay. love it. I love it so much. Great. Uh, I was worried there for a second. I thought you were just going to throw in a few more chicanes on a few more tight <laughs> corners until we got to like, this is the, the cloud name generator. It's funny, before I did get to this, Speaking of cars, I did almost ponder if there was a Pixar's Cars name generator. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I didn't end up looking for it, but I'm sure it's out there, so maybe I'll look into that one next. Coming in a future some, episode. I bet there's some garbage available in there. No, this is your Mad Max name. It'd, mm-hmm. I suppose it would be the name that you had if you were in that Australian outback, dying of thirst, constantly being chased by war boys, so on and so forth other based comparisons to what it'd be like to live in the the world of the films of the Mad Max. To truly be mediocre. Let's not be mediocre, though. No, let's aim for higher than that. So this is actually a classic first letter of your first name, first letter of your last name. Aha, nice and simple. A simple one. I like to go simple. That being said, the other one we could have chosen, not so simple. Mm. Hmm... Well, so don't tell us, don't tell us. Save no, 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 no. Save it until next time after I've done mm. my Pixar Cars name generator. <laughs> um, so who wants to go first? Me, me, me. Okay, Jade. Um, Jay. Feral. Mm-hmm. Feral Sheila. Feral Sheila. 
So that's immediately a wrestler. <laughs> no, we've done wrestlers. I'm pretty sure we did. We not have a wrestler. Oh no, Wigglebum was wasn't a wrestler, but they were just a bit. No, we had Heartbreaker the other week. They they did a lot of wrestlingy bits as well. I mean, you can have more than one wrestler. They don't, you know. <laughs> that's how they make a wrestling federation. Okay, look, Dean. Yes. I think you're going. You might enjoy this one. Go on. Doof. Nice. Immediately good. Boy. Doof boy. <laughs> Doof boy. <laughs> My name's Doof. See, I love it, but at the same time, it's cu- kind of limiting because Doof. Doof is only like referencing Doof Warrior. No, it's not. I knew you would say this scene, and that is why I've googled Doof beforehand. <laughs> oh shit. Doof. Oh shit, I played myself. Um, Googling doof, it comes up with electronic music with a repetitive heavy bass beat. Well, well, well. To say, they join in the workshops, eat falafel, and dance to doof. <laughs> or also, oh. the, the other example I've given, so it is a noun, a large party or festival with dancing to electronic music. The park provides the perfect venue for a doof. <laughs> it does seem to be an Australian thing. I think it might be... Oh, no. Let's go on Wikipedia. Ooh. Oh, my God. We're going full entomology on this one now. A doof. I guess, I guess or... we're going with doof, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could do. Uh, doof or a bush, bush doof is a type of outdoor dance party generally held in a remote country area or outside a large city in surrounding bush or rainforest. Oh, So doof okay. is a real word. Doof's, doof's a real word, listeners. It's not just a character in a 2016 action film. Um, I am Feral Blitzer. Now it's Doof Boy. It's got to be Doof Boy. It's it's got to be. Sorry, Josh. No, no, no. It's fine. As soon as I saw the word Doof come up with D, I thought, well, we're. I might as well go for this. We're locked in. Yeah, we're locked into Doof. Doof Boy. We are locked. The Doofiest Boy. Does sound a bit like a sidekick. Yeah. Well, you know, Robin's a sidekick, but how many comics has he had? Are they a sidekick for hire? In that they aim to be like provides a good fight soundtrack. Oh, hmm. See, that's an interesting idea. No, I know it's an interesting idea because I've had it before. Whoops. <laughs> Have you? Psychic yeah, one, one of our villains, uh, oh, the jazz harp one. Oh, shit. Oh, but old Bones Murph. Gruff. Murph. Oh, old Bo- Bones Murphy. Was it Murphy? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I cannot remember. The, but, name, but yeah. the name Doof Boy, though, just... They're they're a scallywag. They're they're a twat. They're just a an idiot dancing away at some doof. They're doof boy. That's all they do. They travel from desert to desert, dancing in the sand, just m- maybe making a little bit of an idiot of themselves. But you know they they're good at heart. They don't want to hurt anyone. They just want to have a, a good old dance. How is this a hero, Dean? Well, this is where we team up and fill in the blanks. Oh, Jade, how are they a hero? This. This hmm. doof boy. So this doofus dancing in the sand. Also doofus for their human <laughs> alter ego name, please. Um, <laughs> Doofold. No, no, doofus has to be doofus. Okay. This this is you know canonically an acceptable name in in the world of this hero. Doof doofus mm-hmm. doofilius no. doofreen. <laughs> um, I'm having trouble extrapolating how an idiot dancing in the sand becomes a hero. Well, maybe... I was oh. I was going with, like, the music angle, you know, because of the name. Mm. 
Well, maybe they they like police the doofs themselves. Maybe they're the not only a doof boy, but they're they're also a doof warrior, much like the character. Not exactly, but in terms of the name. So, what if you know you're you're at the you're at the festival. You're having a, a great time. Uh, you're all in the in the pit. You, you you're you're thrashing. You're crashing. Um, you're having a great time, but then things start getting a little bit violent in the music festivals. Who comes in to break things up to, you know, secure the area? Stoof boy. He comes in, dancing away, gyrating. But you know, like where you dance to locations. You know, you dance across a room to to like dance with someone because you don't want to just like walk like an idiot. Mm. He doofs on over, and then they're like, "Oi, cut that out, mate!" Uh, in a more Australian accent. And then if they give them some some jip, then Doof Boy like kicks off, like tackles them with their surprising strength, and he saves saves the dance, saves the festival from all these these muckers messing around. So they're just a glorified bouncer then. No, they're a, they um, a mosh mosh pit hero. moderator. <laughs> Wait, no, that kind of that's a good word to use, Jade. A bouncer. Mod- bouncer. Oh. Because if you think about it, Doof is a repetitive beat. Doof, 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 Oh, I like it, yeah. So could it not work in some sort of vibration-based power that would cause kind of pulses? Mm-hmm. What if they can absorb, like, music, like audio sounds, and then uh, play them back out of their body, and that's why they hang around music? There we go. We've found it. <laughs> Swing. We just had to get Dean to shut up for long enough that we could think. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in a rambly mood. Get me my backpack. Get me my shoes. <laughs> I'm going rambling. Up. Okay, so are we assuming that they absorb um, specific sounds to play them back as as they specifically hear them and like from different parts of their body? Hmm. I would say the bassier the better. Yeah. Because you know the, that bass has like the impact to it and that they, that that they can absorb. You know. Um, you know they could do higher sounds, but that has less less offensive capability. Did you say that Doof was associated with like EDM? Mm. Uh, it's repetitive so, dance music. Yeah. So like, could it be that when they use their powers, um, the bands that they've kind of taken the sounds from get really offended because they're like, "You're doing a really bad remix." <laughs> <laughs> they are a scallywag, so <laughs> you know maybe yeah maybe they when. Doof plays it back. Then they it, it comes out a little bit jaggedy. Maybe it comes that, out Could that be the basic. name of their like quirk? Remix. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Because if you know, like, if they are taking in someone else's music and then throwing it back out in a superpowered form, mm. you could. That is kind of a remix in itself. I guess because then, like, you could slow it down to have mm. it like more bassy and deeper, or speed it up to make it more high pitched to affect the ears, much like a remix. It reminds me of a, a very good feature on Splatoon. During the loading screens, you can change the, the pitch, the background music using the sticks. So, you know, it's all coming together. Uh, listeners, real life and your real-world experiences can affect your art, so you should do lots of weird things. Good talk. Is that not fair to say? Anyone? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, just, do for it. Just completely <laughs> sidetrack the, the episode. Who, sorry, who? Oh, sidetrack. Oh. <gasps> sidetrack needs to come back. Oh no! I it's thought, been too long. I thought maybe it's been so long that we kind of need to put him in the put him in the doghouse. No, no, we we haven't seen him since the crossover. Yeah, actually, you know, 
Australia. I'm I'm guessing this character is Australian. Sure. Um, yeah. Australia, weirdly enough, is famous for its like land trains. So like these massive long trucks, you know, like two or three carriages long, because they don't have like this massive rail network because the places are living hell, like deserts. N- and- no offense to <laughs> any Australian <laughs> listeners, I guess. The the coast is fine, but like the middle desert bit, ugh, God. Um, but yeah, they didn't have that massive rail network because it wouldn't survive. So they have massive trains. So maybe maybe sidetrack the 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 magical. Railway dog can instead be a land train dog. Okay. I think I got that. Yeah. Just, 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 just me. Sh- no, no, it's a fine idea. Um, could it be that these bands like uh, travel with their gear in one of these massive land trains? Then. Yes. There you go. There you go. And of course, like this particular train, uh, is not pulled by a truck. It's pulled by a. A, a dog. A small, small doggo, and back, back. We, we've we should probably, we should probably go back to Doof Boy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the story takes place, uh, with Doofus, uh, a what, what do you call it? A roadie. Yes. Uh, carrying, you know, lugging shit around, taking it on and off of this this land train for um uh, a group of bands that are on tour, mm-hmm. um and. Uh, Doof Boy has like a symbiotic relationship with these bands because without them, they have no powers. Yeah, absolutely. They they feed into one another. Mm. I was also actually thinking because I've realised with most of our heroes, they are born with their powers. Yeah. But does Doof Boy have to? No. Do you want him to have a terrible accident? No. I like the idea of them having like some sort of kind of like suit type thing going on. The soup. Suit. Oh, okay. Uh, I was, I was gonna say. Yeah, what, do- Doof what Boy comes... consumes some sort of <laughs> soup in order to get their powers. Instead of alphabet soup, it's like musical note soup. <laughs> oh, there you go. If we could work this into things, <laughs> could? <laughs> yeah, let, let's screw off the power set. I need to talk about <laughs> this soup. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I mean, maybe it can no, be like. No, okay. Hold on. No, sorry. Hold on. That's what the tour is for. These bands have all made a last ditch. La- last ditch. I'm so excited about this idea that I'm flubbing <laughs> my words. They've made a last ditch investment in this new soup, and half of the train is just like cargo of this soup. And so they're all going on tour to promote this crappy musical soup. And one day, Doof is just hanging out in in one of the cargo bits, you know, shifting stuff around, and they're like. I wonder what the big deal about this soup is. And they just have some and suddenly powers. <laughs> just, I'm just computing that for a second. <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess, Jay, this episode, we're, we're two different individuals. You're the one who, you know, speaks only in high quality, crazy, so crazy it could work ideas. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one machine gunning throwing soup at the wall and hoping something sticks. No, you're the one that's thinking what actually exists in Australia and I, I applaud you for that. Well, uh, we're waiting for that to talk about the villains because all the villains are just going to be based Australian. Right, villain. So one of the worst sounding, and I mean like like the sounds that they make, one of the worst sounding animals in Australia is what? Ah. Is it a koala? It's a koala. Is it? 
they make horrendous screams. I did not know this. And I mean screams. Oh. Um, when they're like fighting each other or they're distressed. Don't. Now, I know you're going to Google it as soon as I say <laughs> don't Google it. But like, honest, just don't. Honestly, it's it's the worst. So what are you thinking? This is a villain or this is something that hangs around with Doof? <laughs> it's definitely some villainous entity. It could be like it could be like the monkey in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean where it's on the ship and it's a bit of a dickhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Or it is just a straight up villain that it attempts to overload uh, Doof Boy. Can we, speaking of Doof Boy, can we go back to the powers and just mm. iron out exactly how they work? So, so they're, right. at, they're at a gig. Mm-hmm. And they they they're in the the mosh pit, I guess, and they hear the sounds and they they take them in. How do yep. they then work those powers? Um, so I guess their body would vibrate and reproduce those like at a higher volume, at a pitch and a a, a wavelength and a sawtooth that they choose. Um, I, I think it would just literally be like the body, or maybe even like the belly vibrating. An awful lot. Like a horrible Care Bear stare. <laughs> like a horrible audio Care Bear stare. I guess I'm just trying to visualize it. I'm, I'm struggling. You're going to be struggling to visualize audio sounds. Like at the moment, I, I, I was thinking of some kind of glove. You ooh. With like little kind of speakers on each finger. On each cuticle. Hmm. You see, I like it. But like this, this comic, I want it to be like like dirty i want it to be like in my fingernails i want it to be like like the desert itself it's making everything around it kind of grimy and grubby and these are grimy grubby people what if their skin becomes hey you, you remember porcupine from x-men evolution mm-hmm. so is this idea gonna make me bath what if instead <laughs> of spikes they get like midi fighter buttons all over their body <laughs> Like little buttons. Have you not seen those that people use for remixing music? I, I I've seen them. So they've got like the cute little light up buttons and stuff all over their body. <laughs> no, well, not not on their back. Stick it on their be- on their belly. Yeah, on their belly. And so they have to play themselves like an instrument. I'm he- I'm here talking about like grimy and grubby. And you're just there like, why do they have nice light up? So, sorry, <laughs> it just occurred to me. Uh, it's fine. We can weather. Weather it, you know, like um, like like you're doing up furniture. We'll paint it and then we'll sandpaper it off and we'll make it look grimy. Um, I'm just wondering if they've got like this little setup on their belly. Mm. Are they mm-hmm. playing it with one hand and then kind of composing or orchestrating with the other kind of thing? CJ, you are onto an idea, and I'm going to make myself bath now. Okay. W- much like Porcupine from the X Men, what if they could just produce speaker like speaker cups? from their body their body is a remix station exactly and that's why josh Mm -hmm. they wear your gloves that you suggested because maybe um having gloves keeps them from like accidentally turning their fingers into instruments or anything (laughs) it helps them to just focus their energy on seeing their hands as hands god (laughs) you okay dean no like I remember seeing a picture of someone like photoshopping limpet mouths onto the end of fingers, and oh, yeah. that that doesn't go away. I was just thinking of cat fingers from Steven Universe. Or, like ma- or maybe like speakers. their fingers could turn into musical notes. 
Oh, that's still pretty grim. Maybe that's what happens the first time they have the soup and they freak out and black out because it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, how? What percentage of ironing have we done to these powers so far? Are you happy with them, Jade? No, no. One more thing. Uh, I'm picturing a scene where they wake up from the blackout mm-hmm. on the floor. Maybe some soup on their nice top, like a band T-shirt. Uh, and they're like, oh, dang, I only got one of these free. And they take it off and I have to buy one now. And then under their T-shirt, they finally look at their belly and they're like, what the fuck are all these buttons? And they try, like, pulling them off. It's like, no, that's part of my body. So then they start uh, uh, pressing them. <laughs> I think I think I can do almost better. Go on. So they're, they're, they've blacked out from this magical soup. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of blearily look up. And all they can see is, I'm going to guess they're in like in a carriage, like so. There's like a roof onto it, onto it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you just see these kind of lights on the top of the roof, and they're like, Ooh. "Oh, what, what is it?" You know, when you when you're bleary, you don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And then they kind of just like put their hand on like their chest, and they kind of hear like a noise, and it's like, "Oh," but it's like jarring mm. that first mm. time because they haven't really managed to. Well, they don't know what it is first off. I guess because they're in like a truck and it's going over bumps and rattling, mm. it'd be like kind of rattly, bumpy sounds. Mm. But for some reason, I always think of like those shots in like film. Whenever you see someone get like shot, like under their shirt, like all the blood starts coming up and stuff. Mm. Like yeah. instead, it's going to be all these lights, and they're just kind of <laughs> fumbling oh. over their shirt, like oh, what 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 is it? And they kind of like tear open their shirt and nice, nice. <laughs> that's when they <laughs> kind of like, like music- I'm a monster moment. Yeah. <laughs> Like a musical Tony Stark. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly it. It's it's that scene where Tony realizes he's got like shrapnel everywhere and it just kind of bleeds through his chest. But instead, this time it's going to be like lights and sound. Doof -hmm. Doof Warrior wakes up next to Jensen. He tries to move. Doof Boy. (laughs) Doof Boy, sorry. Uh, Copyright BBRP. Doof Boy wakes up next to Jensen and Jensen's (laughs) like, I wouldn't do that if I was you. And then he unravels the the bandages on his chest and instead of a car battery it's an amp (laughs) (laughs) excellent i guess because of their musical powers and their knowledge as already they could perhaps um riffing off your your uh, cute little joke there josh produce like different ports and sockets on their body to plug into amplifiers and Mm. um, mixing stations to further boost their power a so it's maybe it's that... what, what they're kind of making is a containment suit to work there. Yeah. yeah. Like, without the suit, they're kind of raw sound. Mm. So they need this thing to kind of work with. But then, Josh, Josh, right? Because they can make um, different ports, then maybe their um, glove mm-hmm. um, not only works as sort of like a little containment thing, but maybe it's also got like a mixing uh, sliders on it as well so if they want to go like full bass they can just like bring it down and go and if they want to like tweet high they can fucking push them up boom boom equalizer I also think the whole plugging into more amps could work really well for like a final boss battle because hmm. like if Shall they we- got to do like a really really loud remix they're like plug into everything everything <laughs> it's, it's kind of like go. the start of back to the future with that massive amp that doc brown has yeah exactly exactly because you know they can make their own amplifiers on their own body but you know that's only so big but what what if they got like the whole like main stage gear hooked up to them mm. okay so ironing out percentage 100 percent. that's pretty that? good it's pretty yeah. good yeah the, the powers are pretty solid now um so 
like, we have a general idea of their life on the road. You know, they're going from like location to location in the uh, sort of the Australian outback, setting up these festivals, promoting their soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does everyone get powers if they have the soup? No, this was a complete fluke. <laughs> Jade, I feel like. There's a voice in my head telling me that you need to take responsibility for this idea. <laughs> but basically, what gave them the powers from the soup was they consumed a certain set, like, bunch of musical notes. <laughs> no. If you consume these certain pieces of alphabetty spaghetti in the right sequence, it will give you superpowers. Just a specific... What, what are these letters I've been eating? S, H, A, Z... <laughs> a? Oh, just fancy an M. Yeah, basically. <gasps> oh God, it's like it's like a weird version of Chew and Shazam combined. <laughs> God. Yeah, so, like so, so that's what's going to do it. That's what's going to set it apart. Hey, listen, it's 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 a dumb comic, so we'll have a dumb idea, a a pretty good dumb idea that is. Could, could the soup, if it gets into the wrong hands, give other people's random kind of musical-based powers? Such as this new villain I've just thought of, taking from my name, Feral Blitzer, which is a koala that has eaten a set number of this sequence, and now they've managed to get crazy screaming powers. It's just like 80 notes that's like A above <laughs> middle C or something like that. I'll tell you what happens. I'll tell you what happens. The first thing doof decides to do with these powers isn't to be like a hero their immediate thought is now i can join one of the bands <laughs> and so they try and they keep failing because obviously they're terrible at remixing and yeah they're not musician yeah and then this koala <laughs> fucking comes in and pulls the same crap and instantly becomes the lead of one of the bands because they've got like the 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 metal scream yeah so no now we're in dangerous territory here. We're turning this into a, a revenge story for our hero. <laughs> no, no, they they would they would accept. They'd be like, no, fine. The, the the road was meant for me. I was always meant to be a roadie. <laughs> Don't even care, mate. Don't even care. Yeah, there you go. Um, and they f- they refocus because maybe maybe you're right. Maybe they set out on a revenge scheme at one of the ne- next like festivals where the koala's performing. And uh, sorry, what was his name? Feral Blitzer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then they realize actually something's going wrong in the crowd, and I could step in and, and help. And that's when they realize, oh, they could do uh, an extra heroic job alongside oh. being a roadie. I guess you know, seeing people enjoy the music and um, seeing that in danger would sort of perhaps reinforce it for a bouncer slash uh, roadie mm. what what their job is. It's mm. not particularly particularly to be in, in the limelight, is to, you know, support the main act. Mm. So now we need to come up with, sadly, another villain. I apologise. Uh, what was yours again, Jade? Feral uh, something? Oh, Sheila. Yes. Let's let's touch on that, shall we? <laughs> or we could generate a different name. Yeah, maybe. Um, do you want to switch it around and go for, like, an SJ? Yeah, let's do that. Um, Slake? Slake? Slake sure. Farmer? The fuck is so- okay? Cool, that's an easy one. So, a part of the land that they're going to and setting up a festival on is actually a farmer's land, uh, and they're growing slake. I don't even know what slake is. Um, slake is a verb. Um, you can't slake find a verb. Your, slake your thirst, or slake the lime within a day or two of purchase. 
Something to do with combining it with water to create calcium hydroxide. Okay. Um, hmm. Real specific there. <laughs> Both kind of different. So, could we lean into the whole thirst thing? So this is literally a slake farmer, someone who's come to the festival to farm the thirst of all the fans that are there. It's and so real they, easy. They actually go to absorb like um, water content, like that's their mm. power. So they're actually dehydrating the fans and the performers to the point that they'll probably die unless they, I don't know, meet their demands. What do villains demand? You know, money, and, all, all the soup. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. In a festival situation, you kind of, you know, in an evil capitalist uh, kind of way, you kind of want them to be a little bit dehydrated they, so they can buy your very expensive water. Mm. But what if Slake Farmer sort of drains the soup? You don't fucking mess with the soup. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You're going down. Yeah, you got the soup. <laughs> they're they're trying bad. to destroy the soup? Yeah, sure. Because if they mix it with. Calcium, oh no, they're mixing quick lime. <laughs> so maybe, maybe this person is actually from a competing soup uh, startup. Well, maybe they're just trying to make vegetable soup, and because, like, you know, they're they're a farmer, maybe a more traditional farmer, and they're coming along with their crazy metal musical spaghetti. Like the the irony being up. that neither of these soups is successful in any way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Doof is the only person that's eaten any of this soup. <laughs> These just dumb metalheads are just lugging it around trying to sell it to people at a fucking festival. Yep. Have some hot soup in this blazing <laughs> heat. Would you like some desert soup? <laughs> Anyone? Fuck. I, I kind of love how how dumb everyone is in this comic, by the way. It's like the Ed, Ed, and Eddie of comics. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's the perfect vibe for it. It's like Ed and Eddie meets Metalocalypse. Yes. Meets. Uh, I'm trying to think of an actual factual comic here that would be good for the vibe. Meets uh, like Dean remembering which comics he's ever read. <laughs> sort of a Cromarty kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. No. You got me. You got me. There you go. I've I've read a comic. Yeah, you've read Cromarty, that anime. N- nobody's if read you... Cromarty. It's impossible. I know. It's not come out in English. If you've read it, you're being illegal. <laughs> and we know. Anyway, I think that's pretty much covered it, hasn't it? I think so. Uh, any closing remarks before we, uh, you know, move this gig onto the next venue? Uh, any more thoughts on looks? Because we've covered, like, gloves and the stomach covered in midi buttons. But uh, They have to look grimy and gross, like a cross between... A war boy, an actual factual roadie, and junk rat from Overwatch. Oh, so be really, really uncreative. Got it. I do, I f- I'm just trying to fit in with an aesthetic here. <laughs> Are you, 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 you call me a creative? What? I kind of see them having like loads of like, um, like cables wrapped around their arms and stuff. Ooh. Mm-hmm. See, that's good. Um, maybe they've got like a, a belt made of like. Uh, cable stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like they've got like a really tattered shirt because they've kind of blown holes in it using speakers they've created themselves. Yeah, so like lots of circular holes with, with yeah. like fabric pushing outwards. <laughs> maybe they could be like bold with like a, a scalp tattoo as well. Um, of a speaker. Well, there's not really much on a speaker tattoo, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
It could be like something really cool though, like a can of soup. <laughs> <laughs> From above, so a circle. <laughs> <laughs> They've just got like a little tin opener, like pull, pull can bit on the top of their Actually, head. that works really well because that would be the top of the head, so it would be like, yeah. oh yeah. Pull it. Pull the lid off my head. It'd be like a like a, a punk rock tattoo kind of. I would think they'd have a lot of tattoos as well, being you know metal roadie as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they they'd be quite like top heavy as well. Hmm. Quite muscular. Miss leg day. Um, yeah, well, you know, a lot of lifting, not a lot of running. Mm. You know how it is. They they lift on the back as well, which sure, is terribly sure. unhe- unhealthy. Maybe this um, is the wrong question to ask. But so how much crime are they fighting? There's a lot of crime that happens in festivals, my man. And I know this having never been to one. <laughs> okay, there's, cool, cool. I just wanted to check. Th- there's there's a lot of crime, a lot of stealing of soup, a lot of protecting of soup as well. Um, because people, uh, whether high, drunk, or both, will be wanting to climb into these vats um, to, just because that's the wild festival thing to do, you damn kids. I think I'd love if there was like a weekly heist to get at the soup and every time said like crime syndicates rival bands corporations actually try and get at the soup and taste it they're like oh shit why are we trying to steal this this is so bad because <laughs> they all think it's like some mutagen to create like superpowers and yeah. it's just like no nah, it was a fluke <laughs> it was well it, it fluked twice but yeah, those sorry, two yeah. those two are just like one in a million chances. I guess, yeah, you, you could have, like, one background actual competent villain that realizes, no, there's something special about the soup, even though it's actually disgusting. <laughs> I have to analyze every individual piece of, of spaghetti in there. I don't know how, but they've made this soup d- dry. I <laughs> It's it's remarkable, but... It's powdery? I must, <laughs> I must discover its secrets. <laughs> Spicy <laughs> yet bland. Oh, goodness, it's... It's bitter, yeah. Oh, it's so so sweet. <laughs> it's a mix of peculiarities. Um, uh, I can't believe we've gone this far on a what is essentially a super road show. Uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to us uh, create a a doof boy. Uh, uh, and what a beautiful doof boy he is a beautiful bouncing baby doof. Uh, if you want to support us doofs, then you better listen to Josh right now. Yeah, as ever, you can. Review us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, whatever handle you leave in your worded review, we will chuck into a name generator of our own. Um, if, like, if you have a suggestion, we'll take that as well. Um, and yeah, you can have an entire episode to yourself. You too can be our hero, as we always say. You could be our hero, guys. You could be our little doof boy. <laughs> uh, we also have our Twitter at BBR underscore podcast, where not only can you keep up to date with the latest episodes and um, how we're all feeling on a daily basis, but also uh, the Wednesday after we throw the episode up on New Comic Book Day, we'll be sharing with you our inspirations in a visual form, which is sort of the best way to experience a comic, really. Yeah, so, you know, we'll just repost the illustrations we used from when I recommended (laughs) Promise Neverland. Listen, it's so good. I recommended it twice. Stop Stop it. And then the Monday following that, I will be posting uh, an illustration. Is it gonna, how are you feeling sort of like now knowing this is what you're going to illustrate? Are you looking forward to it? Are you sort of frantically trying to figure it out beforehand? Like, what's I've the, got what's the vibe? a really 
good set of visuals. Like this one has been really dense for very good yeah. visuals, but I also like doing these illustrations real quick, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to condense it down. I, I guess you got... I'm I'm visualizing like a very epic poster, kind of like um the Holly Deadline one, so like maybe the land mm. train full of soup going along the oh. bottom. I was gonna say you've got some nice like themes and aesthetics to sort of draw from. Yeah. Oh, you know. oh, I've got a request. Can you have Doof Boy spell out in alphabetic spaghetti? Yes. Oh. <sighs> Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've, again, superpowers from soup. You know, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. But um, when you think about it a little bit longer, it's pretty dumb. But hey, that was what makes things super. You, you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I'm uh, Dean, dragged through the desert, demanding decent music. McKnight. I'm. Jade Sarson and I have a fun fact for you. Every time Josh comes up with an excellent visual, it's always right at the end of the episode, right when I'm finishing <laughs> up an illustration. <laughs> and I'm Josh. Uh, thank you, Springfield. You've been wonderful. Good night, Randall. Uh, good night, listeners. There will be, well, there'll be an encore. There'll be another episode, but that's in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Goodbye.